From Eden by Fry, Volume 9, Encounters Whist. My girlfriend is getting texty, the man who ticks every box and makes me go aglow inside informs me. He's a trombonist and that alone should tell me everything I need to know. Except he's also tall and blonde and a bit Scandinavian looking and exceptionally friendly. And he has that borderline cute proportion of long torso and comparatively short legs that make him just simply adorable. I have nothing to say about this. Therein lies the interesting realization. It's interesting in so far as I normally have something to say about things. I pride myself, not pride myself so much as find a certain degree of satisfaction that I try not to let seep into smugness if I can possibly help it, though sometimes I think in this I fail, in being able to find words. I like words. I love, nay, relish them. I use more words than necessary what is necessary. I get admonished for being verbose. What, pray, is verbose? I say things for the sake of saying them. Thrice. I use language people don't understand, but I get tasked with making things understandable as a job. I like that. I like ironies. I like perplexities. I like conundrums and calling them conundra. I have said so before, but I like to say things again. I like repetition. Repetition, there you go, I like it. I like brackets and elliptical sides. In the game of love and chance, I like ampersands and I love interjections. I am particularly useless, but I have of late started to enjoy that fact rather than despair over it. It used to trouble me. Astonishing men like my trombonist friend right here and right now used to send me down a spiral of remorse and regret about what I knew not. About not having loved, about not having lived, about not having taken the chance. Now that I've taken the chance once or twice and then thrice and several times more, and notwithstanding the fact that this has sometimes but certainly not always paid off, and now that I realize that the girlfriend getting texty is just exactly the kind of thing that would drive me up the wall, even if it were a boyfriend as handsome and delectable as her boyfriend right now, I can smile at the man's beauty and charm and listen to the resonance of his torso and admire the sounds he produces from his instrument and say to myself, that has nothing whatever to do with me. It's wonderful, and wonderful for him too, and I wish him really and genuinely well. I love that kind of love. It's taken me maybe 49 years, seven heptades, to get to this point. But I'm now at the point where I can absolutely love a man like that and know his life has absolutely nothing to do with me beyond the set of fortuitousnesses that brought us together in this context at this moment for this short period, and then let that be as it may. 
and through our paths cross again, then so much the better. But it would still not mean anything else or anything more or anything less. And should we become friends through our paths crossing further, that too would be just that, and it would be just fine. My trombonist friend shows me that I am all right. He is marvellous in my mind, and let that forever be so. I am perfectly all right with that too. We part and go our separate ways, and I think of it or of him no more, and I am where I once was and where for a long time I longed to be anew, unencumbered and free. I use these words a lot, and I find it must mean that they have become important to me. I see on the social network that he's doing something exciting with his trombone and his musician friends and the band somewhere, and I'm deeply happy and unreasonably proud. I have no cause and no reason to be proud. I have nothing to do with his or any of his colleagues' achievements, but I still feel a little proud of him and of them, as if it had something to do with me. And maybe it does have something to do with me, inasmuch as I know him, and we've once tangentially worked together, worked on the same piece at least for a very short while, and so at least inasmuch as everything is connected, and this therefore perhaps really also connects us a little, it may have a tiny little something to do with me, and that thought alone makes me happier still. And now the words are there, and they are no better and no worse than any other, and that too is just fine and dandy. All words need not be weighty and grave. Some could do with being a bit more poetic probably than they are, but mostly they merely need to ring true. And this, to me, if nothing else, is true.